With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. Welcome to Ocenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Chiara Santella. This week's episode is a portrait of a conversation between a grandmother and her nephew during the pandemic. Healing celebrates the wisdom of our ancestors, inviting us to always be hopeful and patient. This story, originally produced in English, has been translated into Farsi, and you can hear that version later on in the episode. And now, with no further ado, Healing by Ali Zangane. Hi, Mama June. How are you? Mmm, what a nice smell. Do we have gourmet sabzi for dinner? Salam alaikum. Yes, I made your favorite. How was your day? You seem really tired. Yeah, it was such a long and difficult day. What happened? Is everything okay? Dinner isn't ready yet. Come sit down and have a cup of tea with Sohan. There is nothing a cup of tea can't fix. Thanks, Mama June. What's bothering you, sweetie? I don't know. It's just... It's just what? This whole COVID thing, it's just really unfair. I don't know how much longer I can take it. Hmm. I knew something was bothering you. You seemed upset. So tell me, Alijan, what's on your mind? Um, well, the thing is, this whole COVID thing is already too much for most people, especially doctors, to handle. Yes, honey, but unfortunately, it's the same situation everywhere around the world right now. We're all in the same boat. Yes, I know, but as a doctor, I'm starting to feel helpless. Our supply of medicines is very limited. Our hospital is starting to run out of supplies, Sometimes, due to the lack of medication or ventilators, we're forced to choose who to treat and who to let go. It's really heartbreaking. Just today, we lost two patients because of this. Oh, my. That's horrible. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yes. You know, what makes it even more frustrating is that they didn't die because we didn't have enough ICU beds or didn't do our job right. They could have easily been saved if only we had enough medications. It's just so unfair. I'm so angry. I was crying for a whole hour after the second patient passed away today. I couldn't stop thinking that if we were living in any other country, none of this would have happened. 
Well, I heard that a lot of countries are having difficulties with fighting the virus. I know, but we're doing everything right. Saving lives is the reason why I became a doctor in the first place. And I know how to treat COVID patients. The first few months after the outbreak, there was a shortage of PPE and ventilators, but we don't have those problems anymore. There's just this one medication that we don't have because of the sanctions, and people are dying just because of that very one medication. I know the situation is very difficult, but let's be grateful. It could have been worse. Really? How could it get any worse than this? Oh, well, it was much worse here during the Spanish flu. Really? How? At least two million people lost their lives between 1917 and 1919. And those are the lowest estimates. Oh, wow. That's so much. Yes, dear. And keep in mind that Iran's population was only around 19 million back then. Wow. Those are such scary numbers. I guess we just had a really bad healthcare system back then. Maybe not enough hospitals and doctors. Well, yes. The healthcare system surely wasn't as good as it is today. But that wasn't the main reason. Then what was the reason? Well, on top of everything that was happening, there was a large famine. People were so hungry and desperate that they didn't even think much about the disease. They did everything they could find. If they couldn't find anything, they would eat the soil just to fill their stomachs. I can't even imagine such a thing. How did I not know about this? Well, people from that generation don't really like to talk about it. It brings back too many terrible memories. That's why when you were upset just now, I said we should be grateful. And even in the worst of times, we should never lose our hope. Because things could always be worse. So how do we manage to get out of that situation? Well, unfortunately, there wasn't much that could be done in that situation. The country was occupied and all of the food and medical supplies were confiscated and hoarded by the occupying armies. The government was more concerned with trying to prevent people from dying of famine rather than being able to focus on treating those who had caught the flu. That sounds absolutely horrible. Yes, but even in a situation that was much worse than today, and despite the large number of people who passed away, with solidarity and determination, we managed to overcome those dark days. I guess I should be grateful then that at least I don't have to treat patients in those conditions. Yes, in that time, my father and his colleagues risked their lives every day to treat others despite having the most basic medical equipment in those days. Friends and neighbors would volunteer to nurse the sick, even though they may not have had enough to eat and had very weak immunities themselves. After hearing all of this, I kind of feel ashamed to be complaining so much right now. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be ashamed, never. On the contrary, you should be very proud of yourself. You're also risking your life and doing everything you can. But what's important is that we can learn a lot from past experiences 
and know that with all the sacrifices people like you are making, we shall eventually overcome this as well. You're right, Mamanjuan. I mean, we're doing our best, and at least there's no food shortages this time. Exactly. Sweetie, you're doing all you can do right now, and so are all of your colleagues. Hopefully this whole pandemic will get under control soon. Thanks for calming me down, Mamanjuan. I feel so much better now. Of course, Suidi. You can always count on me. By the way, dinner is almost ready. I'll go and do my evening prayers, and then we'll have dinner together. Okay, Mamanjuan. Please keep us in your prayers and pray that, inshallah, the situation gets better for everyone soon. Healing by Ali Zengane in Farsi. سلام آمان جون حالتون چطوره؟ عجب بوی خوبی برای شام گرمه سبزی داریم؟ سلام علی جان گفتی میام غذای مورد علاقت رو درست کردم روزت چطور بود؟ خیلی خسته به نظر میرسی بله خیلی روز طولانی و سختی بود چی شده علی جان؟ همه چی خوبه؟ شام هنوز حاضر نشده بیا بشین یه لیوان چای با سهام با هم بخوریم هیچ چیزی نیست که با یه لیوان چای درست نشه خیلی ممنون مامان جون چی عزیز دلم؟ از چی ناراحتی؟ نمیدونم فقط فقط چی؟ کلن این کرونا خیلی غیر منصفانه است نمیدونم تا کجا دیگه میتونم تحمل کنم آها میدونستم یه چیزی داره عذیتت میکنه به نظر ناراحت میای. خب علی جان حالا تعریف کن چی شده که ذهنتو انقدر مشغول کرده آم موضوع اینه که همین جوریش این کرونا خیلی برای همه تعاملش سخت بوده تا الان به خصوص دکترا آره عزیز دلم ولی متاسفانه همه جای دنیا الان همین وضعیته همه تو شرایط یکسانی هست بله میدونم ولی به عنوان یه دکتر دیگه کاملا دارم احساس ناامیدی میکنم. کمبود دارو داریم، ذخیره داروی بیمارستانمون داره تموم میشه. بعضی از وقتا هم به خاطر کمبود دارو یا دستگاه اکسیژن مجبور میشیم که یکی رو درمان کنیم، یکی دیگر رو بذاریم با حال خودش رها کنیم. خیلی دردناکه. همین امروز دو نفر رو به خاطر نبود همین امکانات از دست دادیم. ای وای. خیلی وحشتناکه. خیلی ناراحت شدم که اینو شنیدم بله میدونیم و چیزی که بیشتر آدم رو کلافه میکنه اینه که این افراد به خاطر این فوت نکردن که تخت آیسیو به اندازه کافی نداشتیم یا یعنی اینکه ما کارمون رو درست برد نبودیم انجام بدیم به راحتی میتونستیم نجاتشون بدیم اگه فقط دارو به اندازه کافی داشتیم خیلی نامردیه خیلی عصبانیم بعد از اینکه بیمار دوم فوت کرد یک ساعت تمام داشتم گریه میکردم 
همش به این فکر میکردم که اگه تو هر کشور دیگه زندگی میکردیم هیچ کدوم از این اتفاقا نمیافتاد آره البته شنیدم که خیلی از کشورها الان برای مقابله با این ویروس مشکل دارن میدونم ولی ما همه کارا رو درست داریم انجام میدیم اصلا علتی که دکتر شدم همینه که این بیمار رو نجات بدم و دقیقا میدونم چه جوری هم باید بیماره کرونا رو درمان کنم چند ماه اول برای شروع همهگیری کموری دستگاه اکسیژن و وسایل حفاظتی داشتیم ولی الان دیگه این مشکلاتو نداریم فقط یه داروی به خصوصی هست که به خاطر تحریما نمیتونیم وارد کنیم و مردم دارن دقیقا به خاطر همون یه دارو از بین میرن میدونم که شرایط خیلی سخته ولی باید شاکر باشیم شرایط میتونست از اینم بدتر بشه واقعا دیگه از این بدتر هم اگه میشه بشه آره عزیزم شرایط اینجا در زمان آنفولانزای اسپانیایی خیلی بدتر بود واقعا؟ از چه نظر؟ بین سالهای 1917 تا 1919 میلادی دست کم دو میلیون نفر جانشان را از دست دادن تازه اینا تخمینای دست پایینه وای خیلی این زیاده آره عزیزم تازه در نظر بگیر که جمعیت ایران اون موقع تنها حدود 19 میلیون نفر بود وای خیلی این ترسناکیه احتمالا اون موقع سیستم بهداشتمون خیلی خوب نبود یا دکتر و بیمارستان به از کافی نداشتیم آره؟ خب بله سیستم بهداشت اون زمان مطمئنا به خوبی الان نبود ولی دلیل اصلیش این نبود پس دلیلش چی بود؟ آره علاوه بر اتفاقهایی که داشت میافتاد قحطی بزرگی بود مردم انقدر گرسنه و مستصل بودن که اصلا خیلی به بیماری فکر نمیکردن هر چیزی که پیدا میکردن میخوردن اگم چیزی پیدا نمیکردن خاک خالی میخوردن که فقط میدهشان خالی نمانه اصلا نمیتونم همچین چیزی باور کنم من چجوری تا الان از این موضوع خبر نداشتم هره افرادی که مال اون نسل هستن خیلی دوست ندارن که در این مورد صحبت کنن چون خیلی خاطره های براشان تدایی میشه به خاطر همین بود که وقتی که دیدم ناراحتی گفتم که باید خدا رو شک کنیم و حتی در بدترین شرایط امید ما رو از دست ندیم شرایط همیشه ممکنه از اینی که هستم بدتر باشه خب چطوری در نهایت موفق شدیم که از اون شرایط در بیان؟ آره متاسفانه تو اون شرایط خیلی کار خاصی نمیشد انجام داد کشور تحت اشغال بیگانه بود همه مواد غذایی و دارویی توسط ارتش کشورهای اشغالگر ضبط میشدند دولت بیشتر نگران این بود که مردم رو از قحطی و گرسنگی نجات بده تا اینکه بخواد رو درمان بیماران آنفولانزایی تمرکز کنه وای خیلی وحشتناکانه از نرسه ولی ولی حتی تو وضعیتی که به مراتب از امروز بدتر بود و با وجودی که تعداد زیادی از بین رفتن با همبستگی و از ما اراده خدا رو شک موفق شدیم که اون روزای تلخ و پشت سر بذاریم پس باید خدا رو شک کنم که تو اون شرایط حداقل مجبور نیستم مریضا رو مداوا کنم آره پدرم با همکاراش با وجودی که حداقل امکانات رو هم نداشتن هر روز جانشان رو به خطر مینداختن تا مریضا رو درمان کنن دوستا و آشناها با وجودی که ممکن بود برای خودشان غذای کافی برای خوردن نداشته باشند و سیستم ایمنیشان هم ضعیف بود ولی باز به طور داوطلبانه 
از بیمارا پرستاری میکردن چقدر شجاع بودن برای شنیدن همه این چیزایی خورده الان خجالت میکشم که داشتم انقدر گور میزدم اصلا هیچ وقت نباید خجالت بکشی برعکس باید به خودت خیلی هم افتقار کنی تو هم داری جانتو به خطر میدازی هر کاری هم که از دستت برمیاد انجام میدی ولی چیزی که مهمه اینه که از تجربه های گذشته تصابی درس بگیریم اینم بدان که با همه این فداکاری هایی که امثال تو دارین انجام میدین بالاخره از پس اینم برمیه انشالله درست میگی مامان جون ما داریم همه تلاشمونو میکنیم و حداقل این دفعه دیگه مشکل کم بود و غذا نداریم دقیقا عزیز دلم تو همکارات هر کاری که الان از دستتان برمیاد دارین انجام میدین انشالله به زودی این همه گیری هم تحت کنترل در میاد مامان جون مرسی که آرومم کردین خیلی الان احساس بهتری دارم عزیزم همیشه میتونی رو من حساب کنی راستی شام هم دیگه تقریبا حاضر شده من نماز مغربم رو بخونم بعدش بریم با هم شام بخوریم باشه مامان جون لطفا ما رو هم دعا کنی و دعا کنی که ایشالله به زودی شرعه برای همه بهتر بشه Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. This story was written by Ali Zangane. Ali is a digital creator, storyteller, traveler, and researcher. You can follow him on Instagram at Iranian underscore nomad. The grandmother's part was voiced by Ali's mom, and the sound design of the piece was made by me, Chiara Santella. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at Ochenta Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. If you're enjoying our show, we recommend listening to How to Talk to Mommy and Papi About Anything, a weekly podcast for adult children of immigrants, featuring real-life scenarios and practical, professional advice to help them with difficult but necessary conversations. Popular topics include raising children, money, toxic relatives, coming out, religion, and systematic racism. No subject is off limits. How to talk to mommy and papi about anything comes at a time when immigrants and their adult children's family dynamics are testing the American concepts of boundaries, independence, even adulthood. Find it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcast. Head to talktomommypapi.com to learn more. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. <laughs> Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. 
Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22.